0: Perhaps the most controversial topic of discussion in our day revolves around truth. Opinions often blur the lines of an objective truth. Streaming platforms, social media, and other public forums allow individuals to project their truths upon the masses like never before.
1: In the midst of woke, cancel culture, religious freedoms, political liberties, and social injustice, we attempt to search for and reveal the truth. This is Truth Truth Revival. Revival.
0: And we're back Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 28 of season 2 Truth Revival My name is Roman Hamilton With me today, we've got Mr. Nationwide And you know what, Paul? I look at that shirt and my heart breaks
1: Well, I thought about that when I got it out this morning I'm like, I gotta get some more made (laughs) Because you like trashed
0: yours. Heartbreaks. <laughs> yes, mine. Mine's got road rash all over
1: it. <laughs> I'm bandaged
0: up this morning, and uh, I wrecked my scooter. It was a sad day. Um, the scooter's actually fine. I'm not, but uh, yeah, I was wearing my Truth Revival shirt. Listen,
1: when you showed me, when you like pulled your shirt up to show, I thought. It looked like a tiger got a hold of you, man. It's pretty rough.
0: Well, it was that asphalt.
1: <laughs> you know that that
0: stuff will do a number on Ooh, on your skin.
1: I, I've heard about it, but now I've seen it in person. <laughs>
0: I, I need to get I need to get some Truth Revival up. leathers. You like, should <laughs> <laughs> leather when I get my scooter. Yeah,
1: you, you guys know that we're in a gang. We're in a scooter gang. Scooters for Christ. Uh, okay, hey, man. we got stickers and all. Scooters for in. Christ.
0: Teleco planes.
1: <laughs> yep. TP. TP.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, with us today, we've got, uh, one returning guest, one new guest. We got Mr. Brandon Presley. Brandon, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. you got that. Uh, what would you call that? Uh, is that a neon green or uh, emergency yellow? Uh,
2: safety green. Safety I think. Green. Safety green.
0: Repping that big bear tubing shirt. Uh, have a
2: roaring good time. We there. love those <laughs> shirts. <laughs>
0: love those shirts.
2: No road rash on the river, brother. No,
3: no road rash. Just stitches from the rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but also we have a, a new guest this morning. Brother, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, and then we're just going to dive right into the show. All right.
3: All right. My name's Eric Miller. I uh did the celebrate recovery I'm the celebrate recovery director for Madisonville Church of God. And uh, you know, just uh in Madisonville doing uh doing the Lord's work right now. Just uh man, I have such a passion and, and everything for the Lord. Just trying to help people in recovery, in jail, wherever it may be, and just trying to, man, focus on that and get that going and just continue to help, love and encourage people, man. Damn. Amen.
2: Eric's also uh over a True Purpose house. Tell them a little about True yeah. Purpose here.
3: Yeah, I do. I'm uh, True Purpose Ministries is a discipleship. It's a year long discipleship out of, based out of Maryville. Pastor Jeremy Graham he started it, and uh, it's a it's a men's program. I actually got a ladies program also in Von or, mm-hmm. uh for pregnant ladies and stuff wow. like that. You know, for their babies, man. And it's it's. God is in the restoration business right guys and uh, man. man but yes he's got we've got the Maryville campus there's a campus in Sevierville I do a sober living house out of honor got about five guys in the house it's for graduates that's trying to transition back out into the world just you know get jobs and get get the responsibility, things we didn't have at one point in our life, you know. So just trying to get everybody adjusted to that and just, uh, you know, doing that. So, But true purpose has been a big part, man. It put first God, you know. God done it, put God first, and he's come in and just, uh, man, showed me the way because I finally submitted, surrendered to him. Mm. But also I needed that. I needed The structure that I didn't have living in addiction and stuff, you know, so I I was 29 years in addiction, guys, Uh, you know, so I just went started at an early age and just uh, lived in the world, lived worldly things, worldly pleasures, and uh, always knew there was more to life than what I was, you know, what was going on and what I was doing. I just got a little sidetracked, and I was stubborn. I was hard headed, and I just didn't want to. I wanted to do things my way, and just kind of got sidetracked. So, you know, just getting back and getting with uh, you, getting the right people around me, and the right accountability. The stuff that I've got going on now is really good. So, I just uh, you know, true purpose has been a big part of that, and I just thank true purpose for that. So, now, yeah. isn't
1: Willie Leonard, part of that true purpose, absolutely. Yeah, yes, cause we got
3: an event the thirtieth. Yep,
1: praise oh, to him yeah. singing. I'm giving my testimony. Yep, it's yeah, good yep. The recovery in the park. Yep, it's in mm-hmm. here in Teleco.
3: Yep. Act, yeah, yep. amen.
0: July 30th, recovery in the park. Heard that the, you guys had a great event in uh, in Madisonville, and I think it's incredible what's happening right now. It's like God has prepared people's hearts for this moment mm-hmm. for such a time as this. So, Paul, um, you're you're you got the you got these guys scheduled. I'm gonna let you uh, lead the show. And um, and we'll just see where this thing goes.
1: I just I want to say this before we get started. I I really feel like um, I want to read this verse, Second Chronicles sixteen. It says, when, when you were talking Eric there about how the Lord you know has brought you back and mm-hmm. and He's just blessed you and put a good support group around you. Listen, listen, that all that is is the the word of God coming to pass in your life. Right. because He says I don't lie. So listen to what this says in 2 Chronicles 16. I saw this this morning, and I I thought about us here today. Verse 9 says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro Mm -hmm. throughout the whole earth. That means he's constantly looking. Mm -hmm. He's constantly observing. To give support, to give support to those whose heart is blameless and toward him. That's so good. That's That's so good. good. So he's on your side. He's looking for you. He's searching for you. And he's saying, hey, when I see what you, I, I'm coming for you, I'm going to help you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to raise you up and you're going to bring glory and honor to my name. And that's, that's what he's doing. So tell us a little bit about your story, Eric. Uh, uh-huh. in, you said you were in addiction for 29 years. Yes. So, uh, you know, tell us when you got started, what age and how the Lord just totally brought you back. Cause, uh, my story is a little similar. Uh-huh. So, um, just tell us how the Lord brought you back and, and how you got linked up with Brandon because, uh, He's Brandon is probably one of my favorite worship leaders. Amen. He's he's really sensitive with the yeah. spirit, and I enjoy being Amen. in service with him. Yes. So, um,
3: tell us how all that got together, and we'll just talk. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm from Newport, Tennessee. Um, so I got I was in and out. I was in church my you know in my whole life. So raised in church, um, but it was. It was a more of a religion to me then instead of relationship. Now I got relationship with Jesus Christ and it's, a, it's a game changer for me. But yeah. I started at, at an early age, man, 14 year old, 13, 14, smoking that old devil's lettuce. I know some of us probably know what that is. Uh, started off early age doing that, uh, drinking, man. And it just led throughout my life, man, uh, you know, into my teenage years, being in high school, the peer pressure, doing this and doing that and just, uh, Off into my 20s, man, started going down. uh, Just it opened doors for other things in my life. You know, I had, uh, I was raised by my grandparents. uh, Didn't really have my mom or my father in my life. So I kind of dealt, I had some hurt, some, some abandonment issues and feeling unworthy in my life and and why this and why that. So I was pretty much butthurt at the world and just angry. Mm -hmm. So I just decided, you know, I'm going to do things my way and my way just didn't work. You know, I I tried it for long enough, but man, it just kept leading me down a road of destruction. You know, uh, the world is full of whatever you want. It's out there if you want it, you know, but also with that, my choices, man, My bad choices became bad habits. They became automatic, and then that was my identity at the end of the day, and it became natural to me to do all of that stuff. And that's just the road I, you know, throughout my 20s, man, I just was just, you know, in and out of jail. I mean, it was jail, getting high, jail, getting high, in and out of bad Relationships and some of them may have been good relationships, but I would tear those relationships down because of the person I was at that mm-hmm. moment yeah. in my life, you know. So, uh, just into my 30s, uh, doing the same things, man. And then I got into the pills, you know, when all the 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 pill epidemic started when the, all that the, flooded the market, yes, the Florida trips and stuff like that, man. Doing that stuff started off not doing them. Then one evening, you know, I decided I would do one and then it just took over, you know. So, I got. Man, it was just a, that led me down a real dark, dark road because then yeah. there's the pills, then heroin, meth, all of that. It opened doors that I did not even think about being opened. And, man, I got to – I weighed 118 pounds. Are you kidding me? 118 pounds, brother. He's got a picture. I'll we'll so have, so we'll have to too, show you the man. picture. He's got the picture. He's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's hard to believe now. Wow. I know many of our listeners can't see Brother Eric this morning, but he's a stocky dude. Right?
2: He's stout.
3: Yeah, yeah. hundred. Yeah. you could have tied a string around my ankle and flew me like a cat, bro. I'm telling wow. you, I was I was boned. Wow. You know, I was just like, and I didn't see anything at that point. You know, when you're lost in addiction, and that's what it was. I was just lost, man, and I was trying to fulfill you know, everything, this void inside of me with everything besides Jesus. I was trying to fill it with the drugs, the sex, the women, the the alcohol, any and everything that I could to try to numb the pain that I was going through, the hurt that I was going through, instead of looking to Jesus and what I needed to be doing, you know. And it took me a while to get that, but, man, all through my 20s, my 30s, And I was, uh, you know, I got, I think I was 40, I was 40 year old, I'm 46 now, I was 40 year old, and one of my good friends wore a wire on me, so I got hemmed up on some uh, selling delivery charges, Mm -hmm. so I was looking at a three to six year penitentiary sentence, and uh, you know, I'm in jail, and like I said, 118 pounds, and uh, that's when... I heard about True Purpose Ministries when I was in jail. They offered me to go to the discipleship program. It's a year long program, and uh, you know, faith based, of course. And I needed that uh, to, you know, that would be I could go to this program instead of going. You know, I'd be on probation, all of that stuff, you know. But I had the opportunity to go to the program and change my life. So that's when I opened that opened that door opened. And I really took in on it, man, and I just went. I went in with the mindset. You know, I was still lost at that point. You know, it was kind of a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. But in that whole situation, but God, amen, yeah. but God showed up and showed out in all of that, man, and he just really, man, it just, uh, you know, I started off, fake it till you make it, you know, a month <laughs> in and uh, this and that, man, and then I just started, you know, the Lord just started coming in and just working on me man. I just let him in. I finally got tired of just fighting with the Lord. It's like, all right, you know, sometimes we want doors open, you know, and sometimes we're the person behind we're holding the doorknob and we're fighting him the whole time. So I just finally let go and let God into my life. And man, when I submitted and I surrendered and all of that, you know, that's when the change comes. So, it's, me, go ahead. Go let ahead. me ask you a
0: question. Yes. What would you say to the person who said, I've just got to get some things figured out and then I'll come to God or I, let me take care of me. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to come to God. Cause I, I'll invite a lot of people to church and, mm-hmm. and they'll say, well, uh, you know, I got a couple of things to take care of first and, and then I'm going to, I'm going to come to
3: God. Is that yeah. how it works or, you know, tell us. No, for me, man, I would say you need to trust the Lord. You, you, to me, I mean, I, I, I got to the point, I don't sugarcoat anything anymore. <laughs> I got Stuff has been sugarcoated me to, my whole life, and it's like, you need to just submit, surrender, you know, and let, trust the Lord, you've tried it this long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got lost in 29 years. I, I lost a lot of time, man, that I'm never going to get back. But I know there was a reason and there was a purpose behind all of that. You know, I went through some fires. I went through some stuff, but it's to help people now in life that, you know, but, sometimes we got to get out of our own way we yeah. got to get out of the way and let God come in I couldn't change myself I had to let God come into my life there's and change me boom yes
1: yeah I think yeah you know you you in that lifestyle when you get out of it and you look back there's a lot of me 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 That's I right. did for me I did for me I, I did what I wanted like you said Rome you know once I get myself figured out I'll take care of that but Jesus, listen to what he says in Matthew uh, 11. He says, all things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. This is key. Mm-hmm. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because yes. when, you're, when you're ingesting these things in your body and you're chasing all these things, you're looking for peace. You're looking yeah. for something to fill a void because you're miserable. Yep. You're lonely. You know. Uh, you're like, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I'm not worthy. I'll never be nothing. I'll never amount to anything. You're thinking all these things, so you're trying to cover it up and try to hide in that. And and the Lord's saying, Hey, listen, I am that I am. If you will come to me, I will give you rest. All that. All that burden on you, all that thing mm-hmm. that you're trying to fix, all that thing that you're trying to make people accept you and like you, I am the key to this thing. Yeah. I'm the key. You do this, and I will be for you, not against you. That's, That's right. what he's saying. He says, so take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Mm-hmm. Learn from me. We've learned from the world oh, yeah. our whole life. Yeah. We've been taught. We've been conditioned. We've been programmed.
3: Whew, God help me. Amen. Amen. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean easy it's, now. it's the truth. I mean in a world good, full of in the a truth. world full of distractions right now. That's what I pray every day. In a world full of distractions, God help me to put you first. Yeah. Because the world is is just, man, it's chaos it's chaos out here. I mean, you can watch and I don't even watch the news, man, because it just you know, I don't do it, good but call. it is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And I and I'm gonna read, you know, a, a verse right here that helped me a lot because I got lost and I was lost first, uh, first Corinthians thirteen, eleven. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish ways. Childish things. Yeah. Amen. So for me, I had to man up, you know, and quit trying to put on my pull up my big boy breeches and quit having a pity party for myself. <laughs> and just, you know, honestly submit to God, humble myself. Humility was a big yeah. thing because I had pride. You know, right in the middle of pride, right in the middle is I. Yeah. Of oh, the word prize. I, I. And it's me, me, me. I'll give you another word that's got I in it, and that's faith. Faith has got I in it, right in the middle, but you need the great I am in your life. That's yeah. who you need in your life. You know, you don't need iPhone, your iPad, your, your <laughs> iPhone, all on. this I this. You need on, the great I am. You, that's the only way that Come you'll on. get it all day, every day. Crazy, you know, because. I was down on myself, I beat myself up. I was I didn't think I was this, I didn't think I was that. But once I accepted Lord Jesus Christ in my life, he told me, "You are above. You're not beneath." Mm. <laughs> you're alive, not dead. Yes, Amen. Yes. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the yeah, world. No man. weapon formed against me shall ever prosper. Amen. You're going to go through storms. You're going to go through things in life, but this too shall pass. Amen. Mm. You got to have the Lord on your side. If you've got the Lord on your side, you got team Jesus. Ooh. What are you worried about? Come uh, on, somebody. Amen. <laughs> <Amen>. Brandon, <laughs> you
0: said we was going to like this guy. <laughs> I
3: told
2: you. Man. <laughs> right <laughs> right I, I, you got something you want to say? Several things y'all said made me think of something. And then he read the verse. Um, the first part of that verse was talking about when I was a child. Mm-hmm. See, we sit here today, and we're adults, right? You know, we're all probably we're around our 40s, right? But I've heard Eric's testimony, a lot of the other guys that have come through uh, Celebrate Recovery, some of the guys in the True Purpose House, we've got to hear, uh, listen to some stuff that Paul shared. Uh, my wife, heard, and, just, and just several people, um, it started at an early age. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're in ministry, and we, we hammer this thing as adults. Eric does so. man he's just got—I've watched this guy. Man, God's just <laughs> pouring it on him, and he's on the backside of it looking back. Mm. It's the youth is where this starts. Right. Yeah. And we, you're talking about being programmed mm-hmm. yeah. and the American dream and, and all this. And over um, the years that we've been in ministry, Mel still teaches the teen class at our church. And we, so we—with we the youth, um, you know, every week. And um, years ago, I was a youth pastor, and just, you know, just— We see youth quite a bit. Um, They struggle with things and thinking a lot of stuff we're talking about, having to measure up, the world telling them they don't, you're not this, you're not that, you don't. And that's where 99% of these stories, that's where I've heard it start. Yeah. Very rarely do I hear – I mean, they're out there. I'm not saying they're not, but very rarely do I hear a story where someone says, you know, I was in my mid-40s and no. That's sidetracked. I was 12. I was 14. Mm -hmm. I, you know, had this happen at home, this started at school, that kind of thing. It's our youth, man. This is where this stuff starts. Yeah, right. And these kids wrestle with things that we don't even know that they wrestle with. Yeah. Right. And honestly, if the normal church crowd really had a total transparent insight to what kids, teenagers, and youth deal with, it would blow their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would blow their mind, Roman. I'm telling you. Yes. And this is where devil finds that little crack and he kind of gets in there and then it's, Oh, come party with this group, take this, drink this, do that. And that's what, and so when you're talking about it, I'm just, I'm I'm thinking about the youth. There's such a important focus there for me. When I think about ministry, um, you know, it's like we can be reactive. Um, we need to be a little proactive too on Uh the front side and you know, the youth and people, you know what I'm saying? It's just, that was just on me. It's, uh,
3: so that's where a lot of it's a it starts. And that's the truth. It started at an early age. I see a lot of guys, man. I'm a true purpose staff member. So I see a lot of guys that's coming, that's been in, in jail and prison, man, for years, you know, that got put in jail and prison because of stuff they've done in their youth. Some of the, you know, yeah. their childhood stuff is, is caught up with them. And, man, we're at the. I mean, we are battling on the front gates, at the, at the gates of hell with these guys when they come in. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, yeah. And uh, If you can catch that and you can help at an early age, man, that's what it has been on me and my heart here lately. Is like, Lord's been talking to me about getting in some ju- juvenile detention centers and just start, man, start doing some stuff in there and just, you know, Spreading the word, tell them what Jesus can and will do in your Mm -hmm. life because He's the only one that's going to do it. But you got to let go and let God into your life to do that. But you got to you got to make some good choices and some change will come if you'll you know you got to do something different besides the old crap that you've done in your life. That was one for me, you know. Like I had to separate myself from a lot of people. Mm. You know, I'm telling you. My family's number one. (laughs) Amen. We all got some crazy family, right? And and I've said this at at CR. Family's like fudge, right? Sweet with a few nuts. Come on, somebody. And that's the truth. But, man, they're all over. But I had to separate myself from my family, from the people. and And I say it, man. You know, you tell me who you're running around with, who you're hanging out with, and I'll tell you what your future looks like. Amen. And, that, you know, that'll you got to separate yourself and get around some good people and that's what i had to do and but the the children the the youth is where it is right now you really we all need that's where we need to be pouring in pouring in pouring in man cuz this generation it's 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 bad right now it really yeah. is
1: mm, you're right I, and and you think about that um going back and looking all of us here were pretty much you you were raised in church right mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, Brandon yeah yeah I was too
3: and uh hold on I'm getting there boys I, I promise
1: you I promise
3: you. I heard somebody say this I was drug at an early age you know I was drug in in church <laughs> out of church every Sunday every Wednesday yeah <laughs> so you know
1: let me find it here this is this is on this is on my my mind because I was thinking about that <clears throat> I'm looking here first Peter 418 listen to this. Because we all grew up in church, and we all knew right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So we've got, this may be harsh, but I'm going to say it. Bring it. We have got to be the change. We yeah. you know, That generational curse that, that people talk about, it's got to stop with us. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. If we were all raised in church and we went all went buck wild crazy, we know that God ain't in none of that. Yeah. Yep. He don't want that for you. He wants life and peace, like we read in Matthew. He wants godliness and contentment. That's great gain. He don't want strife and, and trying to fill voids and all this with this other stuff that's that he that's an enmity to him. So he says, "Hey, cut it off. Cut it off right here. Mm-hmm. This, this is who I am. Cut this off right here." Because here's the thing: we were in church. We were watching all these people, but were were they? seeking God the way they should have been because if they were would we have went down that road right come on if we're seeking God the way we're supposed to will people go down that road or will they want to follow our road amen I that's good judgment begins to th- listen to this Beloved, do not be surprised at the fire trial when it comes on you to test you through the uh, strange things that were happening to you, but rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because his spirit of glory and and it rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evil meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. Here's the key, here's the key for who we are today. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. Amen. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? If the righteous is scarcely safe, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? And, and here's the thing. If, if we profess to know who he is, and we say we're his, then we need to be living like it. That's right. Because here's the thing. It was super watered down where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just, let's go. They'll preach a 15-minute sermonette, have a little meat with a whole bunch of water mm-hmm. to water it down so everybody's happy, nobody's offended, nobody's corrected, nobody's rebuked, no- nobody repents. Mm-hmm. It's okay, we all love Jesus, like you hear everywhere you go today, oh, I love Jesus, I know God, hallelujah, no you don't.
3: That's right, come on, That's <laughs> true.
1: come on. Because if you did, we wouldn't be living, and, and I look, I'm at talking to the man in the mirror. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody, well, you're hard, you're this, I'm talking to me. Yeah. Because here's what I know, if I'm good, people around me are going to be right. good. That's if right. I'm not good, people around me aren't going to be good. It starts with me. I've got to live what he's called me to be. You've got to live what he's called you to be. It starts in the house of God, and
3: God help us to hold up the flag. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's really good. We have to be that light, man, and and when people see that light on us and we're living it, like you're talking about generational curses, we got to be the one, you know, in our families and everywhere. We got to be the one that breaks that generational curse. I know I've got a son, and man, it's you know it's hard for me because I know he's seen me at my bad, but now he's seeing me at my good. You know, Mm -hmm. he's seen me at my worst, and and I'm doing better than I was. Am I where I need to be? Absolutely not. I mean, there's grow, there's time for growth all the time, but I want to break that generational curse because I don't want my son living like I did. Yeah. in and out of jail in addiction and this that and the other so you know we got to be that light if people see that light and that glow Whoa. about us, people want that yeah they want to grab a hold of that you know they want some of that so yes it's it's for us. To be that light, to be that vessel for the Lord, and I'm talking about being all in. Yeah, all no, in. Every not chip. not like living <laughs> like hell six days of the week, and then go in on Sunday, go to church, and it's all good and find dandy. I'm talking about it. We need to have church, church every day. Yeah, yeah. and that's Monday through Monday, or Sunday, whenever it is. I burn slap up, so it don't really matter. It's all good. But I mean, church. A lot of times, it's go into church. Whatever looks good that's what you do put your mask on and go in and cover it up and then go back out and you know and and live like hell the rest of the week
0: we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back Truth Revival is brought to you by Senior Lopez Mexican Grill, 105 Mecca Pike, Plains, Tennessee. Paul, why don't you tell our listeners what's happening at Senior Lopez?
1: Hey, take the family down Monday night for trivia, 630 to 730. Tuesday is my favorite day. Tuesday is Teleco Spirit Tuesday where 10% of all proceeds go to the town of Teleco Plains, Rome, which is a great idea and I love that. Bingo, Thursday night at 630, and Saturday night is live music from 6.30 to 8.30. So take the family down, relax, have a great meal where the food is fresh and the family is welcome. Come home for dinner at Senor Lopez.
3: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wegovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: And now, the continuation of Truth Revival.
3: That ain't what it's about. It's about being all in, because if you're straddling that fence you straddle on that fence. At the end of the day, the devil owns the fence. Amen? And then you'll be pulled right back out into the world. You know, and- uh,
0: Eric, you, you talked about earlier living a life surrendered, a life submitted. Um, that's Romans chapter 12. A living sacrifice mm-hmm. is what we've been called to be. Yes. Holy and acceptable unto God. Yes. Which is our reasonable
1: service. That's right.
0: Not, not above and beyond mm-hmm. or... But that's your read to be a living sacrifice, Mm -hmm. to be sold out to the king. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him first deny himself, pick up the cross, and follow after me. I think too many times we just want to fit Jesus into our life Mm -hmm. rather than surrender our life. Hold on, Ron.
1: Mm -hmm. Did you say pick up your cross? Oh, not pick up the American dream? Mm. (laughs) Pick up your cross? Oh, Oh, really? We got to obey God? You know, if I know I had to obey him, I don't know if I did this.
0: I wonder how many people are <laughs> trying you. to, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's only, there's only, I, I, this is probably totally sidetracked, guys, but I know that when uh, my wife and I, we go shopping or we go to uh, Walmart or we go get groceries, as a man, I like to see how much I can carry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you try to get all the bags and you just less
2: trips back
3: to the car, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It.
0: And and I think sometimes, you know, like uh, whenever I was a kid and I would have to carry wood for my dad, I would always try to see how much I could carry, you know, how much I can pick up as, as when I used to lift weights a lot, I would try mm-hmm. to see how much I could lift. Well, guys, there's, there's no doubt about it. You can't pick up the cross and also try to carry the world. There's just no, no way. It's true. There's no. just limitations to what you can yeah. do. And so let's just be honest with ourselves. That's where it starts. That's right. It starts with honesty, That's right. and you know it's easy for the church to get on board and support somewhere like you know credit recovery. Mm. I'm not uh, celebrate recovery.
2: Get your credit score back where it needs to be, Robin. <laughs> Com $19.99 a month, brother. Celebrate
0: recovery, <laughs> you know, because it's like, oh, well, those those folks need it. Mm-hmm. True Purpose Ministry, those folks need it. You know, these people or uh, the House of Mercy. Yeah, the, those those girls, they really need it. Um, there's also that place that's uh, down um, uh, uh, Edalwaal. Um, what is that place? Miracle Lake. Miracle Lake. Miracle, Miracle Lake. Lake. Yeah, those those guys they really need it. But Paul, that passage that you referenced, where does judgment begin? He mm-hmm. needs to first begin at the house of God. Yeah, yeah. and yes. and you know what, guys, it's not that people in celebrate recovery need revival or need the Spirit of the Lord, need redemption, need need to. Uh, need to repent it's not that all these other places it's that the church man the church ought to be a place where the the spirit of God abides a place where the, the, the spirit of God dwells but it's not just the physical but it should be the body of Christ it should be in each and every one of the believers sure. man I can feel it in you Brandon yeah. you know I can see the what the Lord's doing in your your life Paul I can see what the Lord's doing in your, doing in your life and you know what guys we're just a small spark yeah. may God use us as a catalyst That's to right. do greater things in the kingdom guys i'm rambling here somebody else it, it's got to flow
1: i was thinking uh while you're rambling eric <laughs> <laughs> uh no you, I, I get it rome i i feel the same way with you i, I want to be true to what i've been called to do and, and all that so you go to true purpose mm-hmm. you 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 get your life in, centered around the lord and you're doing that so now uh when you got how did you get to uh Massville church of god and over your your uh your sober house in Vaughn Orr, how did all that
3: come, come to pass? God, God Almighty, that's it, brother, because I'm telling you what, I was a student at True Purpose, you know, and, and I questioned, Lord, why are you placing me in Madisonville? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm from you Newport. Know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Newport, man, Just so, you know, good Lord, redneck, you know, I'm just yeah. old country boy. But God had a calling for me over here, man, and I didn't realize, didn't see that, you know, I didn't – i didn't realize what was ahead and uh but man just went through the program i'm two and a half years clean now yeah. amen uh and you know i got offered to you know a staff position there with uh with true purpose and i do like i said i do the the transitional house sober living house i'm also do lawn care for true purpose so i'm able to counsel do some counseling with the guys and stuff out on lawn care and just without them throughout the day man and uh you know, good group of guys because we all got man, we all got problems, you know, and it's yeah. just good to be able to talk. And believe me, I see different personalities, I just, different attitudes, these different oh, yeah. all kinds of everything. But man, the Lord has just really opened the doors for me. It's nothing. I'm telling. I'm sitting here and I'll be honest with you. It's nothing. Eric Miller's done. What I done? These four basic things that I that I just you know I I, I just stuck with, and that was praying every day, praying reading my word, getting in my word, reading that word, seeking the Lord, and obeying the Lord. Mm. And then I'd done those four, man, I would repeat them. Yep. All over again. That's what I done, and that's what I continue to do. You know, and I'm look. I'm gonna be on fire for the Lord. I'm on fire. I'm right. hungry for the Lord. You know, I don't want this light to ever go. This flame to ever go out, man. I just want to be able to help, love, and encourage people, and do what I'm doing. But God has opened so many doors. I'm going in the jail ministry here in Monroe County, right, and doing jail ministry. Man, I love it. You know, it's go in to be able to talk to the guys, and because I've been right where they're at. Yep. You know, I've mm-hmm. been wearing that famous orange and them orange Crocs and and all that stuff too. But I can go in, man, and say, "Look, God can and will do, you know, do something in your life if you'll submit and surrender to Him, and just mm-hmm. you know follow Him. You got to put, you got to put the world behind you, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's just what it is, and." Put the cross in front of you, Jesus Christ in front of you, and just follow him and put the world behind you. And I just go in and tell them this is a temporary thing, what you're going through. You want some change in your life? you got to change something within yourself, and your change starts right now. Something different you want in your life starts in here. This is a temporary place. You know, Jeremiah 29:11. 11, you know, uh, I uh, I can't even I can't even quote it right now. My brain. Other thoughts went, that I
0: have for yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. Thoughts of peace. Yeah. Yes. I, of prosperity. You know,
3: hope and a future. Yeah. You know. So I go in there and I just try to you know preach that to a man and just tell him this is a temporary thing, a temporary spot. This no matter what the judge says, no matter what. The, the jailers say to you or anybody else inside this jail cell, man, at the end of the day, it's up to you and your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's got the final judgment in all of it. And, man, you know, so there's hope in there. You can give them hope because, I mean, Lord come in and change me, man. He can do it for everybody else. Yeah. I promise you that, That's man. True. Amen.
1: So, you're, you're full time in that. That's how you make your, your living yeah. now and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. awesome. Yes. And so, that mowing, you take those guys out and you got like certain contracts yeah, you mow yeah. and stuff.
3: Yeah, we do a lot of mowing in Townsend and Mariville and stuff. So, yeah, man, I just, uh, we do that. And, it's man, it's just, uh, we do a lot of job training for the guys. There's a lot of construction. They do, you know, there's lawn care. There's the other stuff that they do. So, man, it just to give them the structure that they've not had in life. And just to show them, you know, like I said, man, you, we all got a true purpose in life, Amen. But at the end of the day, we got a godly purpose, and that's where yeah. that's the track we need to be on. Amen. So,
1: so these guys that you deal with every day, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Through the true purpose and everything, do they come on Friday nights to your Celebrate Recovery every they, Friday?
3: They they try to come. They come, you know, once or twice a month right now. But okay. yeah, they do a lot of stuff. They're involved with Rio Revolution out of Maryville. Right. They do a lot of Celebrate Recovery up there at uh, at Maryville campus and then the four eleven campus at Greenback. So, you know, they're in C R and and that stuff. But they do come to Madisonville. The ladies' house that's it's in Vaughan, or they come to Madisonville Church of God Celebrate Recovery too. So, man, getting all these. All these people in, and just man, it's it's awesome, buddy. So it, it really sounds like is. to me,
1: you know, just from talk, because uh, a guy that I'm in business with, he's he helps on the 411 campus with their CR because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's uh, he was on the streets, man, and the Lord delivered him and brought him out and uh, and got got him up here to you talking about Brother Don, aren't ah, you? yeah, amen, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so from Athens over to Englewood, to Madisonville, to Greenback, to Maryville, and beyond. Mm -hmm. God's taken that section of 411 highway and said hey i'm taking this back i mean yeah i mean
2: you got the hotel over there too in Four yeah. did you guys read about that in yeah. the paper mm-hmm. um no. over behind the pilot there in yeah. madisonville we used to call it the old meth motel i do remember yeah, hearing bad. about this but we, yeah them. there was eric eric's probably got more information on you yeah. tell you
3: about that um it's uh, the lighthouse project it's a uh, really true purpose is involved in it it's going to be for couples that's married and, and just trying to get their life back. To, it's been an addiction they has been through True Purpose and just different areas, different places, too. It's not just True Purpose, but to get their families back together, It's going to be they're going to be housing them yeah. there at that motel. Just a, what a transformation in that motel from what I've seen, you know, because, yeah. man, it was... It was just It housed death, now it's gonna house hey, life. Right. life you know, so God's lie. getting the glory. And that <laughs> yeah. thing
2: was an eyesore, and everybody used to call it the Meth Motel. And yeah. I, mean, I mean, really everybody knew what it was, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's lighthouse you know, the lighthouse project and it's just you know, been advertising right. the paper Amen. and on Facebook Yeah. And, you know,
3: what a story behind that. A too, there's a lot of guys that's going and working from true purpose there. That has been that, that motel when they was doing dope and doing everything else yeah. out in the world. Now they're going in and helping, you know, what a transformation, there, wow. man, that just shows you what God can do. If you just yeah. let him in, then the life, baby. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> that's
2: all. Awesome. You know what I think, you know, we, uh, just listening to everybody talk and you know, I'm around here quite a bit, but, um, you know, we come in and you, you, said, well, you said we'd like this guy, you know, and it's. It's God, and Eric Eric would say that, but it's the energy that he has. You know, we don't have his story, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I I can't share with somebody what he would share with them. But for him to go into jail ministry or to talk to somebody to celebrate recovery and for them to see a true-life example of someone who came from 118 pounds looking like Barney Fife, and he did look like Barney Fife. I've seen the picture. Yes. And now seeing what God has restored and what God's doing – and to hear him talk about Jesus and to watch him in mm. service and to hear him t- you know testify and preach and man that's that that's what draws people yeah. cuz everybody's like what y'all said I want what they got when they man. look at him and it's God yeah. that's he what drew me to him. That, that's what drew me to him I'm
3: like man this dude's really got it he ain't yep. playing like that's God true. has
2: touched this guy
3: I mean, man mm. and I was at the bottom bro and it's just like you know <laughs> I'll tell you what
2: oh man when I go
3: in the jail man it's like you know, to me, I receive some from someone better than from somebody that's been where I've been, I guess. Right. You know, instead of somebody coming in and trying to Bible whip me and just, you know, tell me yep. this, that's never been in jail, that's never drink anything, that's never done yep. this or done that. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have an open mind and an open heart to you. Yeah. I'm going to. But if I can witness and I can see that somebody has been where I, they've been, yeah, You know, like I said, man, and that's what I do. I just try to go in and give them hope, man. But For I know the plans I have for you, declares yeah. the Lord, plans to prosper you, yeah. not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Amen, I got it that there time. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, man, it's just that, you know, but I can receive. I, they receive from someone that's been down that road that yeah. they've been down. And man, I, I was in the trustee pod the last time I went, like fifty guys, and it's wide open pod, and some of them's trying to lay on the bed, on top bunk, and not hear you. Half of them asleep, and yeah. By the time I get done, they're all up, and we're all circled up praying. Yeah. So you know, yeah. they, that's man, that's the Lord working. But it's all about it's God at the end of the day, man. God gets all the glory and everything from me. I promise you, Eric Miller did not do any of this. God showed me some grace yeah. at the end of the day, and grace has a name, and it's called Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Yep.
2: Hey, Roman, I want to say one more thing, and, and uh, I won't say anything else. Um, <laughs> you said something a while ago uh, that triggered something. You said when people look at Celebrate Recovery and uh, like the ministry houses and stuff like that, True Purpose, they say, those people, those people need that. So the lesson for me was when, and I shared just a little bit of this last time I was here with you guys, um we were kind of new to celebrate recovery um at our church. Liked it. I was like, hey, that's a good thing to have. Like I didn't have any problems with it, but I wasn't really bought in. And the more that I got involved with it and what we tell everybody at church, it's not for those people. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody should come. Yeah. Anybody is welcome to come. And a lot really of people is. would say why would I want to go to a service? There's guys' that are there, they're coming from alcohol and, and drugs and stuff I, that's not that, that's not who I run with I invite you to come sit in on a service mm-hmm. and feel some energy off some people like what y'all feeling off this guy right here yeah. Yeah. come and look and see what God's done in somebody's life mm-hmm. come and listen to somebody stand up and tell you about how they lost their kids or lost their parents or lost everything they had in their life yeah. and how God has restored and how they're mm-hmm. maybe they're still a working process but what God's doing. That's where it's at, man. Amen. I yeah, that is. is where it's at. And it's not that it's just for um alcohol, drug addiction, you know, any of that kind of stuff. It can be for anything. People suffer with anxiety, depression. Yeah. Um, I mean it, the list goes on and on and on. It's for anybody. I mean, tell me there's not something something in your life, no matter you may think it's small, but tell me there's something you don't struggle with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry? Do oh, you yeah. ever get depressed? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have anxiety about anything? Do you I mean I, I, I struggle with those things. Yeah. Well, I mean it's To me, that might be something. I mean, I might not be hung up on alcohol, but could I learn something from
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it is. Celebrate Recovery is not just for drugs and alcohol. You know, I I want to do say that. It is for – man, people have suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety, you know, eating disorders. There's different stuff. I mean, it can be even – porn to whatever, you know, yeah. in their life. That's what it's for because we all got some hurts, habits, and hangups at the end of the day. And if you want to man up and own it, H. admit it, <laughs> yeah. then you, you until you admit it and, and you want some healing in your life, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then you can sit back and hold it all in and try to fight that and not get any help from it. But yeah. if you come to celebrate recovery by the end of the, you know, you, it might take you a month, but, I promise you, you're going to be speaking about it and letting that stuff out, and that's where you're going to get your healing from. You yeah, need he the inner said, healing yeah, from that. He you got says, to be able to speak that,
1: confess your faults yes. one to another, and I, and I'll deliver you from. it. Yes. I think it's funny. Last night we were coming back from Knoxville, my wife and I. And, uh, she didn't know you were coming today. Mm. She had no clue, and she said, "You know, we should we should go to, Massville Church God on Friday night and check out one of those." Ser-. She just brought it up out of the blue. Yep. I think we were about we were about in Loudon, and uh, so. You know what you're doing, the Lord's using man. Thank you, and uh, you can't argue with that. You know, so uh, the biggest testimony to who He is is a changed life. That's right. And and from what I've heard and what I've seen, because I I watch you some on Facebook, okay. your services. I pay. I, you know, before I even knew, he he said I watched you. You know, because okay. uh, I keep up with that place and a little bit. So. God's using you, man. Amen. I think it's awesome.
3: Appreciate it, man. And it's and it's all God, guys. I promise you. Like end of the day, yes, it's God's testimony. All right, but my testimony, God's testimony, it's the key to unlock someone else's prison, man. Everybody needs to be able to tell something, to, you know, tell somebody about what Jesus is doing in their life, what He's doing in their life, and what He's going to do. Amen. Because we he's in the restoration business, man, and I'm living proof. Yes, I look like Barney Fife at one point, but now I, I know who I am in God. I know my identity. I'm a child of God, of the most Amen. high, the King of Kings. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. And, uh, man, he's using and he's using like the people he surrounded me with too, like Brandon, you know, uh, Pastor Matthew, everybody at church, true purpose. Man, I could list names. I, I wouldn't be able to sit here and tell you everybody, but the people he has put in my life. It's been, that's my family now. And, yeah. you know, we, I got a relationship with them, and there's a good thing. God puts people in your life to help you. Yeah. And that's what I've done. I've been open in all areas for help. Do I like, I, I need correction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need discipline at times. Yep. You know, and, I, and that's what I pulled up here a minute ago, Proverbs 12.1. It says, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I was stupid. I had stupid row right here. <laughs> you know, so now I accept I'm open arms with it. To correct me, I'll take it and go, you know, yeah. uh, and, and move on with it, you know. so I told a guy the other day, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been rebuked probably about three or four really good times yeah. in my life,
1: and mm-hmm. I said, hey, man, the Lord really loves you if he sends somebody to rebuke you. Because yeah. you never will forget it. I, I, I have one instance in my mind. uh. Back when I played music all the time, uh, now in the Christian genre, like Christian rock music, there's some bands that really love the Lord, but there's some bands that that they just use that tag to go, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, there was a band I had their their shirt on, and I kind of liked them, and we'd play with them a couple times, and he said, hey, do you understand what that name really means? You know, do you understand the the spirit behind that name? And I was like, ah, oh, whatever, man. I, and I got a little whatever at first. And then the more I thought about it, the more I, I started studying and paying attention. Dude was right.
3: Mm.
1: You know, and it and it it helped me. You know, so if the Lord sends somebody to rebuke you and 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 it folds through and you accept it, man, it's a life changer. Yes. You know, it gives you life. So yes. it's good. Uh, boys, we've been going a little while, so uh, let's get close in thoughts. And then uh, we'll... Uh, Get out here, but it's been awesome having you today, man. It's and uh, we're going to try to get out and see you, for yes. sure. Well, Y'all, are next Friday? This, Y'all are coming. Y'all are coming.
0: When this show, when this episode releases, it'll be that Friday. Amen. So, uh, what, is it, July 15th? Yeah. Yep. Or, yeah. July yep. 15th. 15th. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh We're scheduled to be out there. And I've been meaning to come beforehand, you know, but um, it's just not in my regular schedule, you know, but that's the thing. <clears throat> In order to do something for God, you've got to make a sacrifice. Amen. You know, so I appreciate you guys inviting us and allowing us to to, to try to get involved with uh, with celebrate recovery and hope that we can partner together uh, in the future. Um, from the get go, um, Eric, as you were reading, you you referenced a a but God moment, mm-hmm. and I've had Ephesians chapter two pulled up on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who know Ephesians chapter 2, you realize that this passage, it starts out with, it says, and you who hath he quickened or made alive, you were once dead and mm. trespasses and sins. Where in times past you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince and the power of the air, and the spirit that works in the children of disobedience. Like, what does that encompass? It pretty much encompasses a lot of what you talked about earlier. You know, um, the lust, the sin, the wickedness, you know, uh, the the drugs, the alcohol. I mean, just imagine all, just the things that accompany sinfulness, among whom also we've all had our conversation. If we're all honest, we've all been there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We all had our conversation in time past with the lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind. Yeah. And we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We've all been there at some point, but God, That's hallelujah. Right. Amen. But God, <laughs> amen. But God, who's rich in mercy, That's right. wherein He loved us. And when you were dead in your sins, He quickened you together in Christ. And raised you up to make you sit in heavenly places so that you may continue to show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on right here in verse number 10. And Eric, you said uh you said, uh, I know, I know who I am, I know what I am. Um well, verse number 10 is for you. It says, for we are his workmanship. Amen. And what that really means is masterpiece. Mm. Everything that Proceeded today this moment and all of this the stuff that happened to you i'm sure people probably thought why did it happen why did it have to happen it was part of god's masterpiece god allowed all of those moments to happen and uh, and eric this is one thing i try to minister to people you know people are like i don't understand and i say just i want you to just think about it just just for a minute the god of the universe who knows everything about you he created you for this moment and take comfort knowing that right now you're exactly where you need to be.
3: Amen. Yeah. That's right.
0: If we can just think about that for a second, because we probably don't, we may not be where mom and dad want us to be, or we may not be where our wife wants us to be. Or we may not be where everybody. but in this moment, God has got you prepared for such a time as this in this moment. And you're his workmanship and you've got to submit and surrender so that It says we've been created in Christ unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. See, God had a plan from the beginning. Mm, Amen. So surrender and trust in the Lord, and become what God has called you to be. Amen. Uh, Amen. That's it for me. Uh, We'll hear from uh, Brandon and then Eric and then Paul. We'll let you close us down. So go ahead, brother Brandon.
2: Just thank you guys for having us back today. Um, Anytime you have opportunity to come out to celebrate recovery service at Mattisville Church of God, or there's other churches, Inglewood uh, Church of God. Um, there's some others there. There's some churches up Rio, up in Maryville. You see the signs out. If you guys get the opportunity to support or attend a service, I invite you to do so. Um, just let the Lord take that opportunity to use some other folks that maybe have been down a hard road to speak something into your life, and you might be surprised how it might touch you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Yeah, thank you, guys. It's an honor. It's a privilege to be able to do this. God gets all the glory. And all this, man, and I promise you there's C R happening somewhere. You know, I go to Inglewood, I go to I've been to Woodward Church of God, uh at CR. I, yeah, go I got to that
2: Woodward in that Yeah,
3: go to Rio four eleven, Rio, you know, Revolution in Maryville. uh Man, I'm just all at watch bar. I mean, I'm all yeah, over. So, And right. in Madisonville, of course, Friday night, why go to the bar when you go to CR? Come on, somebody. That's what we're telling it's a slogan. So, <laughs> man, we've been in some – I've been in some dark places on a Yo, Friday night. Man, I, I don't know about it. anybody else here. So it feels good to go in a church and just be a part of a church family. And <laughs> – uh, So, you know, but yes, and it don't matter. I, I tell a lot of people, man, it don't matter what you look like. It don't matter. I see it every day. Tattoos, piercings, and he'll tell you, I, I say it a lot. It don't matter if you look like you just fell out of the top. Fell into the tackle box and got up. Come on in. I don't care what you look like, what you smell like. I'm going to love on you. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, God, that's what God wants me to do, and God loves you too. God don't care about none of that. Right. And just get plugged into the Lord. That's what we all yep. need to be. Yep. And know who you are in Christ. That's number one for me, man, is just knowing who I am in my relationship with him. I'm a new creation. The old mm-hmm. is gone. You know, amen. The new has yeah. come. Yeah. And don't get stuck in your past. Sometimes I've seen so so many people not make it in addiction because they get stuck in their past of who they used to be and, who you know, whatever, what the world tells you you are. And that's not who you are. You're what God says you are. You know, Isaiah 43, 18 tells you forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Yeah. Do not dwell in the past. Don't get stuck. Yeah. I mean, I've been stuck at gas stations, cleaning out my car, (laughs) hiring (laughs) boat gas. Stuck in the trap house The dope house Everywhere else It feels good To be stuck in church yeah. Amen We're yeah. stuck with In mean, my relationship With the Lord Jesus Christ When somebody asks me If I'm in a relationship Yes With Jesus Christ Amen. That's the relationship I'm in <laughs> Amen Yeah. So, But man it's an honor It's a pleasure to be here guys I love you, you guys Come on out to our You know anybody That's going through And we're all going through some, We're all jacked up people But yeah. God loves jacked up people At yeah. the end of the day yeah. Amen That's who he died for That's, right. Promise, that's right. right To
1: bring them back him to himself, yes. Yes. what the word
3: says. Uh, you you made a statement
1: earlier, Eric, about how you know when you straddle that fence, the devil owns a fence. Yes, and you're gonna get <laughs> you know you get pulled back over. Listen to this. What what James says in chapter uh it's chapter four, verse four it says, "You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is an enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose there's no purpose that the Scripture says he yearns jealously? over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us. Mm. He mm. gave it. He created it for you and for me. Yes. And he and he don't want us to be mixed up with that. He wants us to be stuck with him. Yes. He wants us to be mixed up with him. Yeah. He yearns jealously for that. <laughs> but he he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Amen. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. That's right. The curse stops with us. Amen. Draw the line in the sand. Yes. Yes. We win. Yes.
0: And that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh Eric Miller, thank you for coming on board. Brandon Press, thank you guys. Celebrate recovery, um, if you folks, uh, all of our listeners out there, uh, be sure to support these guys. Um, a message on Facebook, uh, you know, if you have an opportunity, the Bible says, do good to all men, but especially Into them that are of the household of faith. Yep. We're laborers together. If you see somebody uh, from a local church, be sure to love on them, hug on them, and if you, if you see somebody who's struggling, encourage them. Okay, be the light, be the change. For Paul Chapman, I'm Roman Hamilton. It's been Truth Revival. We're out of here.